0: Oh, hey there, Podcast Beyond Listener. It's me, Greg Miller, all alone in the Podcast Beyond Recording Room, and I have some horrible news for you. Uh, The podcast you're about to hear is a great episode. Well, Colin's kind of gross in the beginning, but then it gets to be a great episode. We talk about Little Big clinic Carding and a whole bunch of stuff. However... There is a horrible crackling throughout the whole thing. It's not that bad. It's just really annoying. Uh, We had known about this problem before. We had been told it was fixed. However, clearly not fixed. And then after we finished the podcast, I tried to put the song in, and GarageBand crashed. So there's been a number of problems. However, no way for me to fix the crackling audio you're about to hear now that it's been done. Cat's out of the bag kind of situation. So I'm sorry. I hope you understand. Please don't bother tweeting at us trying to alert us to the fact that there's crackling audio. We know. Hopefully, this will be the only time you ever have to hear it. Uh, I guess enjoy the show. Beyond.
1: Users lose all sense of reality and enter another world.
2: Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation.
0: Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast on episode 265. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just in time. Just in time. <laughs> Just
0: in time. Uh, powerhouse. Hello, Straight sir. Down Ryan Clements.
3: Beep, 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 beep. I don't know. All powerhouse. Right. <laughs> and <in> making <laughs> his triumphant
0: return to the show after being gone for a fortnight. Andrew Gulfarm. I'm sorry. And there the are earnings enemies. reports and stuff. I'm okay with it, but the listeners were pretty mad. A lot of lot of questions about where you were or why you abandoned them. I'm back. I why would never leave forever. Them. What have you what have you been up to in your what have, what have you been doing? Uh They've I'm trying you. to play every game. Are you still eating the cheese? You don't tweet the photos of cheese at me all at Yeah,
1: all? well I we, we sure do you want to continue our back and forth now no, really. <laughs> I, I ordered from them a, a week or so ago. It was good. Good, good, good.
3: They they kinda missed up my order, but it wasn't that Did. big of a deal. Did they ever instate the buffalo chicken nope. pizza onto the menu? What so, is
1: their problem? I'm way more concerned yeah, about the, the new special crust. That stuff is amazing. I can't wait yeah. till I can order that. Yeah, What's it's the so special
3: good? crust? It's like double halfway zero. between thick and thin. Yeah. Double zero? They call it double That's zero still crust. zero.
0: Crispy on the outside. Well, it's a double when zero. When you time
3: zero by zero, you get zero. FYI. That's true. And if you add zero and zero or minus zero and zero together, what happens when you divide zero by zero? It's, zero. And it's still null. zero. It says null. When do you get null? I don't think you get null. Calculator. What? (laughs) You get that part. Ms. Greg, Doss. Greg, what's wrong? Doss. Come on, that's some fun. I'm having We're have a good of fun. time. You, well, looks good well, you look good today. Well, you look good today. I didn't shave. <laughs> you had a lot
0: of spirit today. I woke up early. I had to get in, get my Little Big Planet carding reviewed, up, and wait and answer. I heard else. that game's amazing. It's a big. It's a good Vita game. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, what we, that's what we took away from the comments on Little Big Planet carding Review today. I uh, iTunes. Man, it would have been so good on Vita though. Would it have? Well, it would have been it so. It would have been the same game, but exactly. It would have been smaller on the Vita. We'll get to that. We got that coming. up. Let's begin the show. What is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> time for some news. So, Greg, there are eleven items on the list this week, but I'm going to
2: add a twelfth item first. Okay. The dozen. Because I, I came back because I was just taking a poop, yeah. right? And yeah. I love how open you are about it. And That's I great. mean, and I, I, I didn't mean to. You know, I'm glad that I came back in time for the show, but I expected I'd miss a few minutes of it. It's just going to be about the poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to. I'm not one to brag about my poop. Oh, very Christ. often, but <laughs> I knew when I went in there it was going to be something special. And what ended up happening was this seems like we're boxing set a new low bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like when you, I'll just leave, let me just leave it like this, Greg. You know when you, you know when you go to the, you know when you go to Safeway and you go to the meat aisle and they got those big like oh, no. round kielbasa with the elbow in them and they're like you know yeah. a foot and a half or two feet long, something like that just came out of my body. Okay, wow.
1: Was this related to the Wii U food truck? Would you say?
2: Uh, well, I don't think I digested that quickly, but that that mm-hmm. might have pushed. What was in the colon yeah, out. That
1: makes sense. As it were.
0: You <laughs> decide if so, I want to leave this in the show so uh, yeah, how, much,
1: <laughs> how much of this are we going to cut? Why would we cut any of it? What's uh, the problem? Well, Welcome know, to Poop Talk with Colin
2: Ward- <laughs> <laughs> It's our newest segment. I just want to be. Clear that we've talked about hypothetical abortions, the mm-hmm. death of Ryan Clements and his child, his unborn child. No, no, and
3: no. both of
1: those things would be way messier the, the than child. People. The child <laughs> endures and has true. a healthy
3: life, just unfortunately under the tyrannical rule of an unloving godfather. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what I've said, what I just said about my
2: poop is not even the no, top that's... 50 worst things that I've ever said on <laughs> <laughs> right. Welcome to IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation
0: Podcast on the internet.
2: Number one. During THQ's quarterly earnings call, it was revealed that Metro Last Light, Company of Heroes 2, and South Park, the Stick of Truth, are all delayed and will be released sometime in the fiscal year 2014, which begins in April of 2013. THQ's Darksiders 2 also underperformed, and the company posted a loss for the quarter. As a result of its financial situation, its stock has fallen 48%. That's bad. In a
1: single day, its stock is now worth $1.57 a share so, as of since that, it's actually gone even lower. It's now $1.54, which is uh, over 49%.
3: The poor THQ, man. So...
0: <laughs> it was already bad for THQ. I thought yeah. that this is the... <clears throat>
3: can I, like... Can I describe your reaction when you were on that conference call? Oh, totally. F- actually, I talked to
1: uh, Alexander from Joystick, who's the news editor over there, and he said he had a very uh, similar so, reaction. Is it, is it yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like
3: Gold. I have the pleasure of sitting across uh, the the mm-hmm. desk from Goldfarb, as it were, and so I get to I get to often see his reactions to various calls and interviews that he's on. And he always has his headphones in, and it's amazing is that he'll write down whatever call it is on a pad of paper. So whenever <laughs> inevitably someone comes to his desk to ask him something, he just holds up a pad of paper that says like earnings call, and they just walk away. But anyway. During this earnings call, he had his he had his headphones in, and like at, like towards the end of the call, he just started laughing and like took his headphones off in disbelief. I think before was the call even over at that point? No, it was over. It no, was, was over. It ended. And that, to be fair, I wasn't laughing like at them. It no, was just, but like, it uh, was at shock because yeah. what it, what did they say right at the end?
1: So right at the end, they basically said that they have hired this uh, brokerage firm uh, that is evaluating the strategy for the future of the company and that they have been advised not to report their earnings and not to do an investor Q&A. And they just abruptly ended their earnings call. Which...
3: And they, can't, yeah, they canceled their Q&A right at the yeah. end. So yeah, how much longer to... does TSQ have? I
1: don't know. I mean, uh, it's looking bad. It, like, the it, by hiring a brokerage firm, you have to assume they're looking into options about – privatizing, or, you know, being sold, or any number of things. Like, I, I... You know, they have, or they claim they have 10 games currently in development. They have Homefront 2. They have um, a Turtle Rock game that hasn't been announced. They have Saints Row 4. Another WWE. Another WWE. They have these three games that uh were just delayed. So, I mean, they they do have things. Uh Dark Millennium is no longer an MMO, but it's still in development. There's another Warhammer 40k game. Like, they do have games in the pipeline, but at the same time, they, you know, they cancelled the Gamer Del Toro trilogy. They got rid of Devil's Third. They... You know they've been dropping titles, so I don't know. I don't know where THQ goes from here. It's this um, is one of
0: those things w- they've been limping on and on and on, and, but the news yeah. is never good. And never it's all good been this news. year.
1: I mean that that rumor in January was that they had canceled all their 2014 titles, and then you know they said no, 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 that's not true. And then every week after that, there were like massive layoffs, and they've closed a bunch of studios and stuff. And um, they still own yeah. really big studios. They still own yeah. Volition. They own Volition. I mean that's I like, like a Vigil. that's a huge studio. Yeah. Like, the, like Well, and that's their that's their cash cow right now. Right. Saints Row is the best thing they have going for them. So I yeah, think they need that. They
0: needed Darksiders to hit and it did not
1: hit. Yep. Yeah, they talked about yesterday how uh, Darksiders uh, was below expectations. Yeah, and we, kinda, um, we all like saw that. And that's, right? that's even oh, with yeah. being number one in NPD that month. Yeah. Well, it's um, August. Yeah. I mean, I would say that uh, they need Saints Row to come out. Like they need to survive until the next Saints Row comes out. Although, you know, it did really well for them last year. And it's continuing to do well from their catalog. But now looking forward, you know, GTA 5 is spring 2013. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's a very bad sign for Saints Row.
3: So. I, I just want to know, like, what, I, I'd be very curious to just look back and see what the perfect storm of bad events were U-draw. that you had... UDRAW. Yeah. Sure. U- U- UDRAW. draw was the yeah. Is That the, Was that yeah. the, yeah. the vanguard It was two, it was two things. It
1: was UDRAW and their reliance on, on licensed products with children's games. Yep. And that's what they so they, they realigned so they're not doing any licensed games or anything anymore. Like what they're working on now is all from their own IP.
3: Why was UDRAW such a colossal? Cause it because because huge, it, it
0: hit huge on Wii. Yep. And they're like, we'll bring this to PS3 and 360 and it'll have the same success. So right out of the gate, we will make way too many UDRAW tablets. They spent $100 million dollars.
1: Oh. They lost $100 million on, on UDRAW okay, tablets. Okay, I see. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, I, you, did I didn't know that.
1: that. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. I think they'll be I think they'll be fine. To be perfectly honest with you, I think they're gonna just I think they just need one game to hit and they'll bounce back. Yeah, they if any what's that gonna be? what's what's it gonna be? I think the next Saints Row. I mean that's what I mean. Like I think a long time. I don't I think I think South Park is gonna be a really big game too. And and that's their one wild card. I mean Company of Heroes will do well enough, but that's a niche thing. I mean, it's among PC strategy players. Um I think Metro will do okay. I don't think that's gonna sell super well.
2: I think they'll I think they'll be fine. I think like Homefront two is being developed by CryTech. So you assume that 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 game is going to be bonkers,
0: yeah? But we can so, But I mean, we're, I just feel like we're talking too far in advance. Yeah. You know, this is not the story all year. The TSH in trouble, and they're doing this, that, and the other. And this. And how how long? I hope do Crytek got paid in
1: advance then. Yeah, if that's, if that's the case I mean don't forget that uh, so their stock now is at you know $1.54 like, when they, they have to
0: worry about being delisted exactly $1. earlier this year
1: they were like at 90 something cents or, or I think they were at 50 something cents they're they way below stock, the minimum though. and so they did a reverse split which times everything makes every share worth 10 times more basically and now they've already fallen back down to the $1 mark like that's not good at all No, um,
2: I, I still think I think that like they'll you know a
1: venture capital firm or someone will buy them or yeah. or they start selling off their studios
0: Yep. Know? Well, that's
1: exactly. So they say that in the press release that that's exactly what they're looking into. That's why they're talking to this Center View Partners. I think they're called that. This company is specifically talking with them about: Do you sell assets? Do you privatize? Do you you know look for investors? Like I think they're definitely looking into all those possibilities.
2: I mean, I, I don't think investing in that company you know if you're a venture capitalist is a bad move, considering who they own and the properties they own. You know, like we forget even Homefront. Like Homefront, uh, Homefront sold like three and a half million copies. There's like there's like that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, you know,
2: so, yeah, but they own this. They own this title now that has cachet, in which they've deve- they've they've handed they've closed their own studio down that developed it and made it in Chaos Studios in New York City, and then they gave it to Crytek. It's a pretty big deal, you know. I mean, like I think that like Greg's right that a lot of these games are far out, far out. But, far out, far out,
0: man. but uh
2: I think that they'll be I think that they're I think I really think THQ will be fun. I, I find it hard to believe that THQ just like ups and disappears, to be perfectly honest with you.
1: Yeah, I I I think THQ will continue to be around. I just think they'll be a very different company than they've been previously. Yeah, perhaps. Mm. We'll see. Number two. Number two.
2: <laughs> Square Enix has also uh, also had its quarterly earnings call, reporting sluggish sales. Its earnings amounted to seven hundred and sixty million dollars, up six point two percent year on year. However, earnings fell short of
1: expectations. So we'll see what's going on with Square Enix. I think uh Sleeping Dogs has something to do with that. Yep. Yeah, they, they talked specifically about how console games were, what didn't perform, and they didn't say Sleeping Dogs, but you assume they're assuming that. Did I just say dongs? I meant dogs.
0: I don't know, I didn't hear I dogs. I didn't see dongs, but <laughs> nah, it's good that you brought up. You know got dogs dogs running, that's running that's head. Head.
1: <laughs> Number three, Sony's quarterly
2: earnings report is promising, though the company is still in the red. Sony sales amounted to $20.57 billion a year-on-year year increase of nearly 2%. However, the PlayStation brand is sputtering, partly due to the performance of PlayStation Vita. The PlayStation business as a whole showed a loss of 15.8% year-on-year in sales, like in units sold. Uh, and the company has lowered its fiscal year expectations for handheld sales from, I think, 12 to 10 million units, including the PSP. However, it still expects to sell nearly 200 million games over the course of the year across all platforms. So, sales, is, is, sales for games are the same. Now, in analyzing, I have like a very in-depth piece about this on, on, on the site so people can go to Ajin and read it. But Sony, at this pace, will be in the black probably next quarter if not the quarter after that. Because everyone has to remember, they lost billions of dollars and then they got it down quor- and basically like took a huge quarterly loss through the income tax rules and stuff like that. Brought it down to like $300 million and now it's at like 100 and something million dollars. So And now they're, you know, it sucks, but they're laying a bunch of people off and, and closing factories and selling assets and stuff like that. You assume
1: that they're going to actually be profitable again. They're also they're pretty... Big turnaround. Same problem as Nintendo, which is that um, the the conversion from yen to dollar is hurting them because the dollar is so weak that they're just losing millions of dollars that they would be getting if the dollar was stronger. True, and things look
2: a little more positive for them than they might have otherwise because all their insurance paid out mm-hmm. from the tsunami. So uh, number four, more earnings calls. This time, Sega is up. It posted an operating loss of nine point seven million dollars for the first half of its fiscal year, generating revenue of four hundred forty-five million. Up 5.6% year on year Sega's revenue is down 10%, however, and less than 33% of Sega's total revenue came from its games division. It sold only 2.7 million games during the first half of the year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're they're another one who said they were realigning their strategy earlier this year. They had a a round of layoffs, and they um, said they're only focusing on, like, Sonic and Aliens, and they're trying to focus on core titles, basically. Yeah.
2: I saw Aliens. I haven't written about it yet, though. I will. Sega, Uh, I guess,
0: is the example. If you're THQ. I mean, Sega's been so close to getting out of the game for so long. Yeah, Sega's.
2: I I am surprised. Like, cause Sonic's like so irrelevant now and stuff. Like, I I, I I'm surprised Sega's. Idea, stuck I think um, it says sales.
1: Of well, Sonic games, <laughs> except Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, which is huge.
2: Yeah, but that's on a huge platform. Put out like Sega, like the Sega, for instance, a really good example of Sonic the Hedgehog, Episode One or whatever, Four, Episode One, Episode. Like they would have yeah.
1: kept going with those if those games were selling in the next.
2: Like, Sonic Racing
0: not. is back. This, this dude. dude Sonic. Yeah,
1: Sonic and All Stars Racing is about to come out, and um, the Sonic Generations I think did okay. I think it did.
3: Is that the one that changes? Yeah. Well. Yeah.
1: While you play it. Yep. It's a nice idea. Dude,
3: I Sonic, haven't played
2: a Sonic Sonic's game. the best. In... I'm just kidding. Sonic Heroes was the last game I played a Sonic game. I wrote the guide for it.
3: I know there are not a lot of uh, Sonic fans in our our group, our little group here, but I, I have some fond memories of Sonic still.
0: Everybody has fond memories of Sonic. I yeah. try to play Sonic. Like, Wait
3: a second. That That's the problem. Like I, I thought I loved Sonic Me Adventure, too.
1: and then I tried to go back and play it when it was ported to 360, and I was like, nope.
2: <laughs> I'm just
1: saying. Oh,
2: the, people definitely have fond memories yeah. of, of Sonic, but I've said time and time again. Yeah, you, you, never, you never liked the originals either. I liked them when I was a kid. I was like, okay, I don't really get them because I'm a Super Nintendo kid and I don't really get these games. But going back and playing them as an adult, I'm just like, no, nope, can't do it. I just, I'd rather play Super Mario World any day of the week. Yeah. Still one of the best games ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number five, (laughs) Gran Turismo is the best-selling Sony-exclusive franchise. Website Gaming Vogue recently published Polyphony Digital's public sales numbers. The series has, to date, sold 67.8 million units and counting. Gran Turismo 3 A-spec on PS2 is the best-selling game of the bunch, pushing nearly 15 million copies. PS2's Gran Turismo 4 is in second place with 11.6 million, and the original Gran Turismo sold 11 million. The most recent release, Gran Turismo
1: 5 on PS3, sold just over 9 million units. That is a lot of games! Dude, and to put that in perspective, the entire Halo franchise has sold 45 million. And granted, that's been around, like... Many years less, but still, like that's not many
2: years. The original Halo came out in what, oh, one, 2001 or yeah. two, yeah, so 2001. Yeah. And yeah. Grand Tourism came out in 1998, yeah, so 1997 if you count Japan, yeah. so but
1: that's huge, man. Those, Those are gigantic numbers,
2: yeah, it's outrageous. Um, I was really surprised by that. I mean, it was a you know, that, that site, Gaming Vogue found Polyphony's numbers they're just on the internet so obviously I cited them and, and went and looked at them myself and I was astonished by how well and that really puts it we make fun of the Japanese developers whatever in Sony's stable whatever really Studio Japan we make fun of but you, and Polyphony gets a lot of shit especially because of the delays with Gran Turismo 5 you understand now why they're allowed to do whatever they want because their they games sell,
0: sell.
2: Yeah. You know, yep. 9 million copies of Gran Turismo 5 I'm sure is many times over profitable even if they delayed it and they did um, now Gran Turismo needs to come to Vita that would be nice Number six, new PlayStation Plus perks are incoming. North American subscribers will get Resident Evil Five Gold Edition for free. Portal Two and its new DLC In Motion will be discounted thirty percent. When Vikings <laughs> Attack, the new crossplay game will also be thirty percent off. And Absolute Supercars will be twenty percent twenty percent off. European listeners will get Ratchet and Clank All for One, Cubics HD, and Crisis Two for free. Hmm. Cubics HD. Cubics was a cool game.
0: Um, PlayStation Plus. Yeah, quite the thing still a good deal yep. you're reviewing when Vikings attack I am what's the earlier read on that you're waiting, um, out, you're waiting for, t- for the stored update today so you can play the Vita version
2: uh, yeah I'm gonna play the Vita version I'll probably play it tonight the review should go up tomorrow yeah. I assume um, the single player campaign's cool Like we, we we put up that commentary or whatever of us playing it um, and our playstation conversation about it and the game's fun um, it's just it's very one dimensional at the same time Like I played most of the campaign now and it's just very one dimensional that's all Okay. but it's very cheap mm-hmm and I think it's really meant to be played with friends. Yeah. But we'll see like what kind of legs it has. I'm not I'm not super sold on it. yet. Gotcha. Number 7. Strangely, Q Games upcoming pixel junk game won't be on PS3 or Vita. It will be a PC exclusive. It's called Pixel Junk One One Six or One Through Six. I'm not sure how to well, say. Well, that's that.
0: what they they codename all our games. No. Oh, there'll okay. be there'll be a real title for it.
2: Okay. And will be a four player co op game released on Steam. It's currently under development and doesn't yet have a release date. Now, this is news to me in the in the sense that I thought Sony owned Pixel Junk, not Q Games, but I thought that that was a name they owned because uh, they're all on PlayStation uh, uh. platforms. So that's interesting
0: to me. Yeah. I guess I never thought about it.
2: Well, they clearly don't own it. Clearly. Yeah. Um. So. That's cool. It's confusing to me that you would put a game like that on another platform. It's the same thing with Bayonetta too. Like, why do you... The people on certain platforms gave you the success, and then you move it to something else. Or just make it multi-platform, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: sure. The Bayonetta thing, I think, was more confusing, but... Yeah. um, Because, like, Wii U is obviously much less successful than, say, Exactly. Like, PC is something where it's, like, it may have been easier for them to develop for, but, yeah, the the Bayonetta Wii U thing is obviously... That was a case of Nintendo poning out money to publish it, that maybe Sony wouldn't or whatever.
2: Yeah, I mean, you assume pixel junk games were... I mean, especially the early ones were very successful. And You have to assume that maybe they got stung by Pixel Junk 4 A.M., which I have no idea why anyone developed that game. Well, yeah, it's
0: one of those things. I think as they've <laughs> gone on, right, they've lost relevancy. They've yeah, lost I mean that cache, the cache It's weird because be. they had the, right, they had these great games, these yeah, great shooter games, Shooter an like, encore and, everything and, and Eden game. and all these yeah. games,
2: and then Pixel Junk 4 A.M. It's like what the hell? Well, is Even this?
0: Eden, I thought was one that like it was. it found critical success, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know how many people actually played.
2: Yeah, I mean 4 A.M. Dude, like I, I feel like no one played that game. Like I feel like that game. Well, it was
0: it was a PlayStation Move deal, right? I bet oh, you. I mean, like,
2: all right, we think about relative. On PlayStation Network, that are probably not always the highest, but I, I'm saying like Pixel Junk 4am sold twenty thousand copies, maybe, maybe. Wow. Just think about it. Just think, you have to have a move. The game's like super abstract. I mean, we played a bunch of times. I still had like no idea what I was doing.
0: Well, it's what we always talk about, you know, cutting the pie down, right? So we're starting with all right. We have everybody who owns a PlayStation. Now it's every PlayStation Three that's connected to the internet. Now it's every PlayStation Three that's connected to the internet that has Move and thinks that this sounds interesting. Every every PlayStation Three connected to the internet that has Move that thinks this music game is cool. Yeah, music, yeah. music game. Way yeah, too
2: yeah. late. It's the same thing. I had a conversation, similar conversation with the developers up Until Dawn because that game looks really 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 cool. And when we were at Comic-Con, Ryan and I went and saw a bunch of games and I was I was talking to, you know, to the guys at Supermassive and I was like, this is like this is game, that game looks dope. There's like no no doubt about that 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 game looks really promising. It's very heavy rain like with its Deviating paths and choices and endings and stuff like that. But I was like, "Are you going to put this on a dual DualShock controller?" And they said that they were looking into it, and, and that you know they're they can't they're not quite able to make it work yet. Sure, it wasn't designed around that, but that's the kind of the point I'm pressing. I'm like, no one owns PlayStation Move. Like your game is go- like you know I didn't say this implicitly, but like, the game's gonna fail. You know, yeah. like you have to. It's like the Torah. Like the Torah, I'm sure wasn't like a huge hit, but at least you can play it with a dual shot controller too. Um
3: I okay. like the unfinished one. You can do the same. You yeah. can control
2: either yeah. way. Make it really an open. option if you yeah. want. But, you know, I don't know. Number eight. 30H Studios has been sued by the state of Rhode Island's Economic Development Corporation. The developer behind Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning borrowed $75 million from the state, which it is not paid back. Kurt Schilling and others are individually named in the
1: lawsuit. And I think all their assets were sold for under a million dollars. At yeah. auction. That's not counting IP though. But yeah, all of their actual like assets, including like developing development stuff and office chairs and everything that was at the 38th studios and big huge office offices, sold for 830 thousand. It's this has clearly become a political football, which is like really yeah.
2: disappointing. I mean, companies and first of all, gov- the government shouldn't be in the business. I don't think of giving any private corporations money. But 75 million dollars, even at a state level, is not a lot of money and. There are companies that have lost hundreds of millions of dollars at the national level. Lots of them. Yeah, you know, I mean that. that statement. No one even like cares about it. Just it's just it's a shame, man. Kurt Schilling, like, I feel bad. Like
1: I feel bad for Kurt Schilling. Yeah, no, I totally do too. I mean, I, at the same time, I, I. This was one of the first times where I've read a statement from Lincoln Chaffee that it made sense to me because he's saying, like, the only reason they're doing this is to try and prevent the taxpayers from having to shoulder that amount of money. Yeah, but now their taxpayers are going to pay for their
2: lawyers, for, and, this is for gonna sure. be, and this is going to be stretched out for years. This yep. isn't going to be solved. It's just a waste of time. Like, just let them go. I mean, yeah. I think that, like, just let this go is, I think, the best, you know, you own the IP, sell it. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, uh, Kingdoms of Omelette has to be worth millions of dollars, if not tens of millions of dollars to someone. Yeah. You, know? you would I mean especially because we've heard in the past that uh number 1 EA is interested in doing a sequel but even take 2 at one point almost finances a sequel. So, yeah, I assume you'll see that IP sold pretty quick.
2: Yeah, just sell it and drop the fucking lawsuit and yeah.
1: As much I'm a Yankee fan, I don't like Curt chilling the bloody sock thing
2: like really got through me and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> As a person, as a human being, as like a dude who tried to make an investment, dude who loves something, he took a risk and that sucks, and he lost. But like it really humanizes Kurt Schilling in the sense that like he lost everything. Like this yeah. man had tens of millions of dollars and he lost everything. You know, and it's like really he has a family and stuff like that. It's, you know, even okay. as a Yankee fan who remembers that Kurt Schilling bloody sock a little too well, you want to explain my heart goes to up. Comments? No, I don't. Okay, I'm not explain it. I would I would like to hear, it, unless you don't
3: want to, unless it's not. Um,
2: the Yankees and the Red Sox for several years, I mean, the Yankees and the Red Sox have been rivals for a long time, but there was <laughs> that, se- that, several, part I, that part I knew. There were several years in the postseason where um, the Yankees and the Red Sox were playing each other and, and the Bloody sock comes from 2004. Um, in 2004, in the ALCS, the American League Championship Series, which is the second round of the playoffs, the Yankees and the Red Sox played in the best-of-seven series, and the Yankees were up three nothing in that series. And no no team has ever come back from a three nothing deficit to win the series four to three. The Red Sox did, and then they ended up winning the World Series for the first time since 1918. But one of the famous moments from that was when Curt Schilling was pitching, and he had like an ankle injury, and his sock was like gushing, like it was like bloody, it was all gross, and, like bloody, and he kept pitching. Like, with this, like, bloody, bright red sock, basically. And it just became, like, a symbol of that whole
3: it's on demise display of the Yankees the to... baseball hall of fame, I think. Yeah. What, and, wait, and Kerr Schilling was for which team? The Red right, The Red Sox. <laughs> the red Sox. <laughs> he was a famous pitcher for the Phillies, actually, for a very
2: long time. And in his older years, he came to the Red Sox. Number nine. The Mass Effect Trilogy has a release date on PlayStation 3. Look for it on December 4th in North America and December 7th in Europe. The original Mass Effect will come with some but not all of the DLC on PS3, and the original game will be available for download individually on the PlayStation Network, and I will be reviewing it, so mm. I'll keep an eye out for that. I love the original Mass Effect. So. Yeah, and then you will have reviewed each game. That's correct. Two, three, one. Yeah, in that order. <laughs> yep. Number 10... Take Two Interactive has revealed that it has shipped five million copies of Borderlands 2, though how many it has been has been sold to consumers remains to be seen. Nonetheless, that makes it an official commercial smash hit. So, Damn congratulations right. to them. Great game, right? Go so far. So good. Yep.
3: Yeah, yeah, me. I played that game a ton. I've probably played three times as much as you. Shut up. Bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how much have you played it, Greg? Um,
0: I don't know. How many it? hours? I've beaten it. I don't know. No, I don't, yeah. Where do I check my? I don't. I don't. You
1: have to do it probably on the cross media box when you, you pick a character. Yeah, it's really okay. it's cumbersome. I was gonna
3: try and what's rub your, it in your face, but uh, no, I'm probably way behind you. Yeah, then get the <laughs> fuck out! <laughs> I haven't even okay. played it yet. It's just <laughs> sitting on It's sitting in the shrink. I mean, round. I, I haven't so played, played it for like forty or fifty hours. It just I, I mean, I'm still just grinding through side quests. Word. Whenever uh, Clements and I talk about it, we always say how even just
1: talking about that game, like I want to be playing. Yeah, you want to go play it tomorrow? Yeah, I feel the same way. I'll get to it over Christmas break.
0: There's just no time. We could play together. I'll roll yeah. a new character.
1: Maybe. Maybe. I can jump into your game and, and just kill everything for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can
0: roll a new character, too. No. We have new characters. That's
1: true. Number 11. This is the biggest story on the list, but I left it for last.
2: Oh. PlayStation 4 dev kits are apparently in the wild. A new version of the dev kit was apparently delivered to developers according to VG247. With final hardware being shipped to devs next year, PS4 is currently housed in PC shells and is going, to, is going by the codename of Orbis. Sony has never apparently referred to it as PS4-only Orbis. The system itself is rumored to be on schedule to be announced right before
1: E3 of 2013. Wow, that's exciting. Look at yeah. that. That's soon. It's coming. Around the mountain, as they, um, <laughs> they do say. Did you say that. Did they not say yeah, that? No, they, no, they say, say that. that. Okay. They say the whole song. song about it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay.
2: There was an old folk song about coming around the mountain. <laughs> Orbis coming around the mountain. Um... I don't think it'll be called Orbis, but uh, no. that's clearly the codename. The fact that they're not calling it PS4 is pretty indicative of the fact that it's not called PlayStation 4. It'll be N- called
1: NGC for Next Generation Console. <laughs> maybe maybe they don't know what the name God. of it is yet. Well, What, well, you.
0: what was... Did uh, P- PS3 have a codename? Did PS2 have a codename? Dolphin. I'm sure they did. I don't know. Yes. I, I think I the fact that they're one. not calling it PlayStation 4 I means that it could easily be called PlayStation 4. Wait, was 4. Dolphin GameCube or Wii? Uh, Dolphin was... King cues. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dolph- Dolphin Dolphin Dolphin, Dolphin Cove. Cove, Dolphin Cove is France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we was revolution. Yeah. Um Katania, or Katana was uh the Super Nintendo Kitanaya uh, is a ramen place yep. you like. Yes, that is not, <laughs> uh, that is not
1: the code name.
2: StarCube Ultra Sixty Four. Man, there names. are some great
1: codenames. What was the uh, Project Natal was Connect yeah. and Project Cafe was Wii. NGP NGP for Vita.
0: Oh,
3: God, um, PSP Two for PSP. I'll never forget. I'll never forget when I was in Japan for that press conference for you guys, and they were like announcing the NGP, and I was like writing, I was like, is that, is that its name? I don't understand. Is that the name of the console or portable? It's not even a
2: console. I think. Man, good, thing, good thing I got it right back then. <laughs> I think Orbis uh, might be the final name, but I, I don't because Orbis is what Latin for circle or world globe. Yeah, so so that Vita means means life. And Vita is life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I don't think so. No. The circle of life. Or Orbis I'm is checked checked by catching oh, Shaw. <laughs> I think it would be cool if they just called it PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, I probably, yeah. yeah. Like rebranded, yeah, I would reboot it rather. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be awesome um so that's it that's exciting this of course brings me back to my my rumor or my not my rumor it is a rumor because i'm I'm starting it but uh my theory that uh the new metal gear game is running on ps4 Um,
0: because
2: everyone's like it's playing played on an xbox controller on a pc and i'm like oh is that right because the controller's not ready yet and ps4 is still running on a pc shell
0: so there you go shack and mate so there you go, Goldfarb. That's it. Colin, Metal Gear is going to be quite the exciting game, and I can't wait to play. But it's not in stores right now. If I wanted to go somewhere to find out what games are in the stores right now, where would I go? <sighs> Man, that's complicated. I'm getting. Go, get, we're right, getting right, back, to, we're back, back to, our to our PlayStation
2: software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. <laughs> Before I re- in stereo. <laughs> yeah, that was that was hot. Dolby Surround Uh, uh, before I get into it what is what what is the over under Greg and I already talked about this briefly on our own but uh, that the PlayStation 4 Orbis uses the same controller just DualShock 3 like well not DualShock 3 but it'll be like a DualShock shell Oh, yeah, I think it's still will.
0: I, I have, a, there's a steak dinner bet with Game Informer's Jim Riley riding on this that I believe the PlayStation 4 slash Orbis controller will, in the, the bet is, it's it's confusing, right? It's going to, I'm saying it will be basically the same. There, obviously, there's going to be some kind of variation to it. Yeah. Jim says it'll be completely different.
1: So, I think you're both going to be right, though. I, I don't think we're to the point now where systems have one controller anymore. I think it will ship with a DualShock 4, if that's what you mean, but I think you're going to be able to use a Vita as a controller. I think you're probably going to have some e- evolution okay, of the well, PlayStation move, be like... Like, They're gonna be multiple controllers for it.
3: Man, yeah, another PlayStation Move. You guys pumped for that? PlayStation Move two. They gotta stop with that shit, don't they?
2: Yep. Uh, number. Nope. We're not on the Roper report anymore. No. Now we're on the. <laughs> now nope. we're the games. We're, we're moving on. We're moving on. Stores. Still thinking Editors? about that Kilbasi poop. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he remember remember the president of it. Sony Worldwide? Oh no, I'm not, no, 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 we're not gonna cut it. I mean, he made a
0: good point that it's not in the top fifty worst things. It is, of this it is like, I'm not saying it's I not in the top
2: fifty. I'm saying it's not even in the same hemisphere as the top fifty this worst things. This is the show where we got wasted on that one time. <laughs> so Wait, uh, we need to do that again. By the way, another drama podcast beyond?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, that'd be fun.
2: All right, coming to PS3 retail, Little Big Planet karting. Yeah, also available on PSN. Greg, take it away.
0: Five oh. Oh no, here's the thing. You have ten minutes before you have an interview. Oh shit! So sure. you should roll through this, and we can—I will talk about Little Big Planet carding when you're cool. Uh, Little Big Planet carding, NASCAR—the game inside the line. Ooh, okay. Uh,
2: PSN. Well, Tavita and PSN. Uh, when Vikings attack, cross play, mm-hmm. cross buy, cross whatever. Uh, on PSN, Vanquish.
3: Oh yeah! yeah. It's only
2: twenty bucks. So you gotta buy that shit all day and all night. Portal two. And uh, you're Absolute supercars, PID, which is very good. Uh, what did you give PID? Seven point eight.
0: You should run... The, when you're done with the interview, run that through the blog roll again.
2: Okay. Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl in Panic on Tron. So two Toe Jam and
1: Earl games. Funkotron. There's one other um, PS3 game out today. Uh, the Rockstar Games Collection. Oh, that um, wasn't on the, the drop. Yeah, which is... Um, what is GTA it? It's, 4. it's the GTA 4 DLC. L.A. Noir And L.A. Noir And Midnight Club L.A. Complete oh. Edition. Oh, is that Red Dead? Dead? Oh, and Red Dead. Yeah. Uh, wow. PS Mini, Enchanted Cavern.
2: PS2 classic that my sister was quite fond of back in the day. Rygar the Legendary Adventure. Um, Rygar, and on that
0: note, I'm gonna go
2: talk about games. Peace bye, Colin. out, bye,
1: Colin. Bye.
0: Miss you. Do you want to move to the good mic? Should I move to the good yeah, mic? Yeah, you
1: should All
2: right, move. To the good I'll move.
0: move. All right, we're gonna mute four then because we don't need four anymore. No Please. more four. four, four. Bye, Colin. Chair is warm. Like, yeah, really
1: I wonder more. why. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> why.
0: All right, so we'll talk about two.
1: Yeah. Now I can see you even
0: better from over here. Uh-huh, that's good. I feel uh, really I, far away now. You but can I'm,
1: scoot over. Can yeah, come scoot sit scoot here. <laughs> Let's just sit really weirdly close together.
0: I put up a review today, Golfar. Uh huh. Little Big Planet karting. Okay. I give it a 5.0. Mediocre on the IGN scale. I'm calling it a mediocre game.
1: Can you can you elaborate? Why why do you feel that way?
0: Um, it's not a good kart racing game. It's not that much fun. It's the most frustrating kart racing game I've played in quite some time. Uh, the items don't work the way they're supposed to. The levels seem kind of barren. Uh,
3: so what makes it not bad, then?
0: I think at, the ba- it, at its basic level, the karting mechanics are is tight. are tight. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things, like, if you stripped everything away from it, and you're just looking at how it controls and handles and stuff, it's fine. Load times are good. It's got a story to go through that's cute or whatever. You know, it, I, I think the setup's wrong, and it's not like a Media Molecule game or whatever. I'm,
3: I'm picturing the back-of-the-box quote where it's like, the story is cute or whatever. Whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, IGN.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. Like, somebody talked about it in the review. Like, you know, I, we stay around, and we answer a review comments. One of the comments today was, like, I read the review, and I'm, you know, I'm fine with the Greg, but it read more like a 7 to me. And I was like, I say nothing positive, because that, that, the score didn't start at a 7. I had put a different score on it because I had been talking about it earlier, and Colin read it and was like, this is not this. And, like, we went, you know, and I had Steve read it, and we went over and we talked more about it, and we came to a 5.0. So it's one of those things, like... There's not much positive in the review, yeah, but it's not a bad game, it's not a broken game, it's not like, you know, it's not Lair, it's not like yeah. when I couldn't play Lair. And I was it's like, not Naughty Bear. Fuck? Yeah, it's not Naughty Bear, it's not these things.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny, because uh, a couple of people tweeted at me this morning, they were like, oh, like, your previews were all so positive, like, uh, how did it end up not being good? Yeah. And I think, it, we've talked about this before, but it's like, when we see a game for preview, like, we maybe have a few minutes with it to try yeah. one track, and I think, like, if someone sat you down in front of that game for one race, and you were a big, little big Planet fan, like, it it has a lot of really good ideas, and I I think it had the potential to be something really good, but I I think think
0: it's it's one of the things that in like, for me, like, if you look back, like, the previews we've done before, like, I did the E3 interview, and I was super excited about it when we were watching and playing it, and I I did a video preview, like, like, a month ago based on a preview build they sent us, and it was the first time I was like, whoa, something, I'm worried about this game for the first time because of X, Y, and Z, but my hope was that these were early levels that they would be able to fix. This was an early build. Like, the biggest thing for me, right, is that you're playing the game and you pick up these different items. And there's two that stand out for this example being the boxing glove, where you get in it, you hit the button, you, and you turn into a giant boxing glove and you fly down the track. It's like Bullet you,
1: Bill from Mario Kart. Exactly. You like hit that.
0: anybody, you knock them off. And then the other one is just a fast forward button where it just does the fast forward thing on your screen and it throws you ahead. Both of those. Like, so here's how Little Big Planet Karting works. Uh, when you get items you can hold on to them and then if somebody shoots something at you you can then hold the button and press back to drop it behind you it just destroy their weapon so it doesn't have you. So you're, you should be holding on to weapons to be defensive because you are getting fucked all the time in this game. Left and right you're getting fucked in this game. Whoa.
3: Sounds like my Saturday Sackboy yeah, exactly,
0: got way
1: more mature this
0: time around. It's one of those things like this is you know like, I'm a huge car racing fan totally a kart racing nerd, and it's one of those things I've, like, whenever I reviewed or played, you know, I play Mario Kart 7, I knew that there'd be cheap hits. When I reviewed Mod Nation Racers, I knew there'd be ch- cheap hits. But, like, this one is totally, just, like, outrageously screwing you over. And the example is, again, Boxing Glove and Fast Forward. So you get these items. You use these items. They, many a time, will throw you ahead. And then when you take back control, you're going into a head-on collision with something that instantly kills you. So you instantly die using something that's meant to help you. So you're already, far. you know, you you got no net gain as far as places, usually. You come back, and when you respawn, you're invulnerable for a few seconds. As soon as the invulnerability wears off, someone is shooting you with a missile. And you just just used your item that you, so you no longer have an item to defend yourself. You're again again hit. You're down to last place. And this happened again and again and again. And I I talk about it in the preview, the video preview I did about it months a month ago with an incomplete build. And then in the review, it happens left and right. And for me, that was it. That was like the thing of just like, holy fuck, like this is so frustrating. And then one of the things that I talk about in the review then is the fact that. This goes back to, I think, that Modern Nation Racers had it right. Modern Nation Racers had all the right mechanics. And for people who look at the re- the, the game and are just like, oh, it's Sackboy. It's Modern Nation Racers with Sackboy clothes. It isn't. They took out some of the best parts of Modern Nation Racers. First and foremost being the strategy of Modern Nation Racers where if you were playing, you were building this little meter on the side that you could use for boost or you could use to shield yourself anytime you wanted to. So it didn't matter if you're, you, you had items, you were picking up items, but they weren't related to the boosting or the shielding. And so, you know, that obviously if I could shield myself, it would do away with these cheap deaths I'm getting right there. I forget where I was going with this beforehand. But there was some, uh, uh, basically just in general, that they'd that, that you know they screwed it up by taking that out and yeah. really fucking over it over.
1: For me, the thing, reading a review that maybe the saddest was when you talk about the creation tools and how they just, that's such a missed opportunity that there's no auto-populate. So yeah. it's like... Very few people are going to take the time to make awesome tracks, and that's what makes Little Big Planet Little Big Planet, you know, like having the community get a hold of it and make these amazing levels and stuff. And that's
0: one of those things, people are still going to make amazing creations with this. A lot of people, like, you know, people don't read the review, obviously, they jump to the score and they're like, whoa, I do, do this. And I do call it that, you know, creation, I put it as a, a plus, the creation potential here. People are going to get this game and totally be making amazing, amazing stuff, but I don't see them as many people making it as a Little Big Planet, nor do I see a community springing up the way it is elsewhere, because, like, it's one of those things when you play Little Big Planet, right, and you're going through the pop-it menu in creation mode, even if you're a numbskull like me and you don't know exactly what this tool does, or you kind of have an idea for what you want to do, you can hit, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, triangle on the item. It brings up the little menu, and then you can go to a tutorial right there. So if you get to a little thing and you don't know what it is, you can do that. That's not in the Little Big Planet carding menu. Instead, there's just static tutorials on the outside that are all video. Not even like, create to do it yourself. So you don't like, you know, Little Big Planet's very big on here's how we make something that moves. Now you do it before you get out of here. And so that isn't there. You just watch a video, long videos that cover multiple topics that don't necessarily hit on what you need at that exact moment. And so then it's the Mod Nation Racers... Create tools shoved into the poppet, like they have their own section on the poppet. So it's everything else about Little Big Planet, where you can start wrapping your head around, you know, building backgrounds and putting stickers on them, going in edit, corner editing tools to do this, and then you have, you jump into the Modern Nation Racers thing, where yeah, again, you can drive. It's 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 a weird mix, right, of being super simple and then super complex, and there's no middle ground. You use the Mod Nation Racers track tool to create your track, and you draw. You, you know, you drive your cart to lay the pavement. And you can dip up and down, and change the terrain, no problem. You can even do the auto-complete thing where you zoom and it completes the track for you. But yeah, then there's no auto-populate. For me, that was the thing. Like when I was doing. The tracks, right, is that uh, even in my nation racers, I was never a big fan of, like, I want to place all the trees here, and I want to do this, right. that, and the other. I just hit the auto-populate button, made a cool track, I thought, and shared it with my friends, and, like, that doesn't happen here. There's, now you lay the track, and you have to go in there and individually put down everything you want and try to lay this stuff out, which is going to appeal to people who want to get super hands-on with it and want to really have that... Crafting every part of their level, but I, it's just what's I, the
3: point if it doesn't really play that well? Though, well and know. that's the exact question. I mean, like, yeah. what is like Sony's
1: strategy is so weird on this. I mean, we just talked about game sales and stuff. Like, I cannot imagine this game performing. And it's like, it's this weird thing where, like, it, what a month ago, two months ago, we got like an amazing little big planet game. Yeah. And like, then this one comes out two months later and it's so disappointing. Like, what what is the incentive for even a little big planet fan to jump onto this? Like, it's just yeah. really weird. I
0: mean, it, it, it's one of those things that I think sucks because. When they announced it, I was like, I was confused at first because we didn't know what was happening. And then I was like, oh, this is Mod Nation Racers, people. It was like, okay, fine, that's great. Like, I, I loved Mod Nation Racers. You know, I, I gave it a nine on IGN and thought it was so good. And I and I was all, all about, it. yeah, if you can take that engine and put Sackboy in it. And because Sackboy is so popular with kids, you know, I mean? put it in there and get more people to reach out and adopt it to be perfect. But they did all these things, they made all these tweaks that just took away from what, Carding was why carding was such a good carding game, and then in the same respect, all these tweaks that make it not a little big planet game. You know what I mean? That just make it—it's—it's in this weird in between, is what I say.
1: Yeah. Did you have a chance to do any of the costume stuff yet? Just to see if any of the costumes carry over? Or is that not no, live yet? No, I didn't even I didn't yeah. bother fooling
0: around with it. But yeah, if you have costumes in the other one, you can download them that. But this, yeah, it, the, yeah. It, Sterling, Jim Sterling over on Destructoid put up the trailer today and said that you know his review isn't live because the servers aren't live yet and you couldn't test stuff. I tested servers during the test mode with developers and everything else. And seeing as how none of my complaints were this doesn't run well or this doesn't do anything, there was no real reason to sit there and worry about that kind of yeah. stuff. My, uh, my thing is... That, the game is fun to play. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. has bigger problems than if it's got this, that, and the other online. Yep. Because that's yep. the other thing, too. Like, Mod Nation Racers, I felt the ne- Like, Mod Nation Racers, when it came out, I felt did what mario kart couldn't right is that it offered an online experience and it gave you this online level to chase and you're trying to level up and you're trying to do all this crap and trying to do all these cool things and there's none of that in little big planet karting little big planet karting feels like a single player game and you have to jump into these weird versus levels and then hope hope, hope 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 people are playing that there's no like there's a you know jump there's a button to just jump into community levels but you don't i don't ever do that in little big planet because those are you know i don't they're usually broken or something yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. so you want to go and find the best ones and so then you gotta try to find this. There's no easy like there's no hey go play versus hey go play online. Hey, you know, go do this and And
1: even in your video review you show like how complicated the planets get when like all of those subsections open yeah, up. Yeah, like, and, that's, and that's so not
0: Little Big Planet. You're yeah. a huge little big planet fan, and that's what I'm talking about, is like there's little things that make it feel distinctly not like a little big planet game. Yep. It looks at first glance like a little big planet game, sure. And then you start fooling around with you, like, wait, this doesn't feel right. Something's wrong about it. Yeah, that's really a shame. Yeah. Uh, it, man, like especially
1: Sony Kart Racing fans, it's just like it hasn't been a good road because Mondean Racers was so good, and then the Vita version doesn't have online play. Yeah. And then now this comes out and is disappointing. Like, just need another good kart racer. Yeah, yeah. Especially on Vita.
0: Uh, Mirage writes into beyond at IGN Just like you can to be part of the show. He says beyond. 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 I was just had a question towards Greg's <laughs> review of Little Big Planet Karting. Why did you compare it to Mod Nation Racer so often? I just felt like the game should have been critiqued on its own rather than compared to another over and over. Still love the review. Keep up the great work. Hey Mirage. Uh no, it's a it's a valid question. Uh I, I when I did my first draft of the VO for the video review and then obviously the written review, I sent it to Steve Butts, uh exec what what
3: man, yeah.
0: And Colin and my thing was to them, what am I calling out these games too much? Like I know I'm saying ModNation Racers and Little Big Planet over and over again. Uh, the argument was that first off, if it was any kart racer, I'd be comparing it to Mod Nation Racers because Nation Racers is the best kart racer on PS3, so that's the bar, that's the standard, right? Like we always talk about how we don't review in a vacuum. I'm com- and I don't, and this is also the argument, you know, like when I give Smart As an 8.5, 5 I think I give Smart As an 8.5 5 or whatever, and on the same day I gave. Uh, Assassin's Creed Liberation, of 7-2, and like, oh, this is a better game. And they're not the same game, whereas this is the same genre. This is what it's being compared to. This is what you're looking for. N- now, taking away from that, the fact that this is a very interesting situation, right? Like, the, there's this development. There's this, the, 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 these developers who made Mod Nation Racers and then are being asked to make a little big planet game. So you have to talk about what's going on there as far as how that is. Standing alone, if I take out Mod Nation Racers from every reference in there, that's fine. The complaints will still be there, right? Like the, the weapons don't work. Uh, it's silly that there's, not, there's no strategy other than holding on to things when I'm getting fucked over here left and right. The creation tool. Like, and that's the other thing, too. The creation. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, like, using hyperbole when I'm like, oh, they took the Mod Nation of Nations creation suite and shoved it into the pop-it menu. That's literally what they did. When you, <laughs> when you jump in there, the tools and the setup and the way it looks is all the same. You, you're you immediately at home if you've played those other games. So I don't think there's, you know, they have to be referenced. If I'm not... that's That's... See, now, here's the flip side of that coin, right? Is that like, I was not only did I review my nation, I was a huge fan of it. It's one of two games at IGN. I've taken the day off to play on launch day. Cause I wanted to play with everybody and be part of the community. And so I personally, then as a reader, when I was looking to do Metacritic today, cause if you, if you're not paying attention to this, ladies and gentlemen, currently I am the lowest score with a 5.0, uh, the next one above me, at least when beyond is being recorded at the time, there's some 7.0s. Uh, I think GameSpot gave us 7.0, and somebody else. Oh, EGM gave it a 7.0, and then we start getting up. Then the st- scores start going really, really high. Games Radar, I want to say eight, and then PlayStation Nation was a nine or an A minus. Yeah, whatever.
1: PlayStation Universe was nine, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So there's there's plenty of people who really dig it. When I was on the Metacritic thing, trying to see where we were wrong or stuff there was plenty of people saying in their little blurbs about how you know oh yeah the mod nation racers experience has been brought over and you know put into the sack in a little big planet universe and I, and personally then as somebody who is a level 30 racer on mod nation racers and bought all the DLC and will still play that game to this day i was like no it, like it is not like it, these are not these car racers no sir <laughs> it, it's, it's true right like i mean this the, it, I, that for me is uh, them outing themselves as somebody who didn't play a lot of mod nation racers cuz this is such a step backward for all the mechanics of Mod Nation Racers. They're, I mean, the, the big thing for me is, I and I went back and read my old previews for Mod Nation Racers, was that in the be- when Mod Nation Racers were coming up and I was doing all this coverage on it, United Front Games made a big deal about, like, we don't have a blue shell in this game. There's no blue shell in this game. You're going to level up your weapons, they're going to get more powerful. You'll always be able to try to block stuff, though. You're always going to have a shot. You're not going to be cheaped out. And Little Big Planet Karting has a blue shell. It has a rocket that, it, it, when it pops up, it's a little rocket with a number one on it, and you fire it, and it only goes after the first place person. Yeah. And it's like this is just a step back for everything they were doing. Now, granted, I say all this and Mod Nation Racers was not a juggernaut game. I and I also reviewed it I think I reviewed it higher than most people because of the load times and everything else. So I understand that I'm sure you, you know, United Front Games' creators has to say, We made this awesome game, but nobody picked it up, so what do we need to change? What do we need to do? I think all they needed to do was put Sackboy in it. I think they really they really should have just Mod Nation Racered it and reskinned as Little Big Planet, but they went and did some other tweaks, I think, trying to make it more accessible maybe to people, like, you know, little kids or whatever, who are in that, but it lost the flavor that was.
1: Launched. Yeah, that's a shame. I, I think it's also just to answer his question, too. Like, you know, obviously if you're reviewing PlayStation All Stars or whatever, you're gonna naturally compare it to Smash Brothers and stuff like that comes up. Yeah. But in this case, it's like even more than that. It's by the same developer as Mod Nation Racer, So like of course you're gonna be comparing it to that game a lot. Yeah. So I think that's totally fair.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things I'm. Um, there's other reviews and I mean there's other reviews out there and you know, that's the whole point. Like I kept saying that in comments, you know, when somebody would show up and they'd be butthurt about it and be like, Oh my god, I can't believe you know <laughs> what you're talking about. That's like, hey, great. You have my opinion now. Go compare it to your other favorite site and, see, you know, like, that's up to you, man. Like, people are saying, like, oh, man, this sucks. I loved the beta. Now I know I'll pick it up. I'm like, well, no. If you love the beta, then like, <laughs> yeah. go try it out. Like, I'm telling you what annoyed me about it. But if you didn't have those problems or, if, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, if they, if you saw the same things I, I was talking about and you were like, I don't have a problem with that, then fine. Go play it. would be great. You know, don't worry about it. Don't yeah, worry about it. Life.
3: Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Forget <laughs> about, forget it. about, forget about it. it. Forget about it. Forget about it for net about it, am I right? Oh, yeah.
0: I drink for I How
3: you doing, Goldie?
1: I'm all right. Good. Oh, hey, I should say, uh, quick, birthday hit of the week here. Uh, is it a <laughs> hit of the week
3: or a shout-out?
1: I, I think it's just a shout-out. It's a okay. birthday shout-out. Right. Yeah, birthday um, shout-out. I'm trying to combine two segments at once. Um, uh, Stephanie Berto, happy birthday. Is she related to Berto from the Mario Brothers games? I believe she is. Oh wow. I don't
3: I'm think big. she can spit eggs out of her mouth, though. I don't know. I haven't met her. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, it's Stephanie
0: awful. Berta, when you come to San Francisco,
3: come <laughs> to the IGN office on 625 Second <laughs> Street,
0: third floor, San Francisco, California. Plenty of eggs for you to 94107. try 94107. Show Goldfarb if you can spit eggs. <laughs> come to a first Friday or an up at new taping. Go.com slash IGN. No. Go. Go. Go.com. <laughs> no. Go. com. Go. IGN.com. Forward slash up a new for details. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. I should have. I think it's uh, j.mp
1: slash what the 1st Fridays with a Z. Oh, <laughs> for no. First for Fridays. First Fridays,
0: just Google IGN First Fridays. The yeah. first hit is the, the Facebook. Stack one. But yeah, the first hit will be the Facebook uh, images from a First Friday. You click on that, and you can. there's a link right there to go sign so yep. First Fridays are the tour of IGN's office. You yep. should all do that. Happy birthday, Steph. John writes into Beyond. Hi at, John at IGN.com. Hey John. He says straight to the point and you misspelled straight, but no big deal. What are your <laughs> thoughts on the new PSN store format? Oh I, I don't hate it
1: as much as everybody else seems to. It's uh I like the visual of it, yeah, but I
0: do feel it is a little bit slower here. Yeah, and there. it absolutely yeah, is slower, like, yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Hopefully I mean, they'll
0: work those kinks out as they get going.
1: I don't think it breaks the experience or anything. But yeah, I mean it's like yeah, I I always have this problem with uh, you know, the dashboard updates on three sixty and stuff. Like it, it's hard when somebody completely overhauls the UI and you have to get used to it. Yeah. I think like and there's after... all those
0: little things we we won't even know about for a while. Exactly. I'm, yeah.
3: I would like to point out. I'm all for change. I am not the kind of person that says like don't ever change the thing that I like because you'll never make it better. Because it's very it's always possible to make something better. I just really don't think there was any step in the right direction for this one in terms of its uh, performance and its look. I, I really did like the the pat the color palette and then the. The way like sure. icons were laid out in the old store, I actually thought I thought just thought it looked good. I just don't think this I, is yeah. the right. I def- do think
1: like if you introduced if I brought my friend over and he had never used the PSN store, he didn't get it. Like he didn't understand like how do I search for something? And yeah. You have to go up and click the magnifying glass or whatever. Like there I, was think plenty of people things, who
0: did that. I think and I think what you're seeing here is the fact that the majority of people were like that. I think it's 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 one of those things we have to talk about with. When we want to argue, you know, XMB versus Blades or whatever on Xbox, it's always whatever you're using is what sure. is what makes the most sense, and that's why, yeah. like, when me and uh, Brian and Altano and I were talking about it, you know, when we turn it on the 360, we have no fucking idea what's happening anymore. Yeah. It's like, where is anything? How do I find my <laughs> games? Like, you know what I mean? Like,
3: I, but uh, with that said, I, I I'm just talking not from a functionality perspective, but from an aesthetic perspective. Functionality, I actually haven't played around with it enough to know if it's if it's like superior or not, but uh, yeah a little busy aesthetically, I would say. Mm-hmm. The new one. I think they're trying to chase that, you know, Hulu, Amazon
0: Prime. Yeah, layout. they are. It's very visual. Very lots oh, of big graphics. G- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can get on that. Yep. More power to them. We'll hope they have a shot. Yeah. Now, I mean,
1: I think they'll refine it. I think it'll get better. And I think yeah. we'll all get used to it. I don't, I, I don't like hate it as much as some people seem to, but I, I don't like it so far. I, I'll get. Yeah. I guess I'll say.
0: I, I this one I don't want to read because oh. I feel like this tampers the one results. No, no. Oh. I feel like by by acknowledging this. It lights a fire under someone's butt at this table to then go out and do what the thing says. Oh, and I okay. and I think that in real life it would never happen. Okay. But I'll read okay. it all the same. Okay. Jonathan writes in the sure? Beyond that it's I your heard last chance
3: to pull out. He says Beyond. Beyond. beyond.
0: I, I always pull out too late. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to an older episode of podcast Beyond last week, and earlier this oh. year, Greg and Powerhouse said a pizza that Ryan won't play more than five hours of Assassin's Creed Three. I was just wondering if yeah. Ryan has started playing it yet.
3: Nope. <laughs> now do you think you will? Uh, I I don't know. I have no idea at this point, especially Someone after gears. especially after everybody has said that they they don't even like it very much. I'm enjoying myself, but yes. okay, that's yeah, okay,
1: yeah. As an Assassin's Creed fan who has beaten that game, I do not think you will get past five hours.
3: Uh, also, so I mean, yeah, I can I can get you a pizza. I don't. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say though? There. I haven't even gotten through Borderlands 2 yet, and I still I still have XCOM, I still have Dishonored on my plate. I'm really yeah. interested oh in those games. Yeah. Just drop everything and play Dishonored. I, I, so have, much, a of, so I have a bunch I of so I have a bunch of portable stuff. I have Persona Golden sitting on my Vita, like installed, yeah. ready to play. I haven't even gotten through really that good. yet. I know.
0: Heads up, everybody. The Persona Golden uh, uh, embargo, there was none. So we yeah. got it right away. But it's a huge JRPG. I'm reviewing it. I'm not going to review it till way closer to launch. But I know Destructor already gave it a 10 or whatever. Game's great. I mean, it's totally. Wow, it, it got a 10 from Destructor? Yeah, it, I, think, I think that's right. Runs really, really. It runs extremely well. Totally pretty. Totally fun to play. It's working out really well for me. So I'm enjoying awesome. myself. I'm very, excited. very much JRPG. Yes. So very much a Japanese game.
1: I'm excited that Vita has a lot of games right now. I mean, I haven't. Uh, I'm playing Need for Speed a lot. I. I I have liberation downloaded I haven't played it yet I'm excited for Persona.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um same vein as this. Yeah. Here on Podcast Beyond episode 265 I will officially declare you the winner of the smallville bet. Where I said I was going <laughs> to oh, review wow. every episode of the smallville series and I made it through 3. <laughs> and, then, and that was about 7 months ago. So you win that one. So there okay. you go. that was a pizza so, and a six pack of blue. So maybe just we'll just
3: neutralize then. In case I don't play five hours, sure, but, sure, yeah. All right, but you can catch in yours whenever you want. I feel like we should. No, no, I mean like. Are we I, having I pizza in here to, tomorrow? I don't right? have to yeah. uh, buy. I well, James for that. After. Oh, okay. And also, we, you know, we should all let's all just get drinks anyway. Yeah, we yeah. should hang out more. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jonathan also says. Also, I know it's on the Xbox, but are any of you guys going to play Halo Four?
1: Oh god yeah. yeah. Oh That's my god true. yeah. yeah. I have, it. I have yes. it now, so it's out. See I, I have a copy.
0: I went I went out of my way not to get it yet because I still have so much work to do. and yeah. other stuff. And it's one of those things I don't think this weekend I'll be i be able to play, but I'm pretty sure next, next weekend. weekend I will. I'm really
1: torn because I'm actually I'm nowhere near as into it as Colin or anything, but I traditionally really like to go home and watch all the election results as states are coming in and stuff but I also kind of want to just be a child and play Halo all night. Um,
0: so I don't yeah, know I'm what I'm going to do. Will, Results will be there in the end. On yeah. the
3: conversational podcast, I'll tell you guys right now, another one of the reasons why my gaming is so behind is every, pretty much every night that I get, uh, I've been going home and slowly packing up my entire life because uh, I'm moving into my fiancé. So right as it, at this point right now, not, I don't even have access to my consoles anymore. They're all in boxes, and I'm going to move those over tonight. And then... Then my PC will soon follow, and then pretty soon I'll just have, be living in a room with a bed until I finally finish up the move. Is this the PC that you, you put the hard drive into and stuff? Yeah. Yes. I love that PC. It's so mm-hmm. cool. His name is Smilo. Is it? Because the, the name of, like, the case, I don't know if it's the company or the case specifically, just the case, it says Smilodon on the front. And I thought that was <laughs> the funniest thing. Smilodon Dirktooth. And I was like, what, is, what does that mean? So I call him Smilo. James from South Dakota writes
0: into beyond at IGN.com. Hey, guys. How would you convince Powerhouse to come out of retirement and review algorithm I thought he was getting too old for this shit. <laughs> Can we look forward to
3: more reviews in the future? Yours, James.
0: Do you want me to uh, explain? Yeah, yeah you, you came you out of retirement,
3: retirement. And reviewed a yep. uh, Vita game. I, for like I retired Jordan. from IGN and then came back. No, so in case... If you guys don't know, for uh, several months ago, I had been at the tail end of a position as the content manager at IGN, which just meant that I was doing a lot of scheduling and stuff. Uh, but it wasn't really for me, so I moved back into a writer's position. While I am not on the PlayStation team, I'm on the features team, which means I just do a little bit of everything. Uh, I, I really love reviewing games and previewing games, so uh, whenever anybody needs help, I always li- I'd like to pitch in. So that was the first of hopefully many help outs for reviews and previews mm,
0: mm. Good.
3: that's, Good, that's why i that's why i went to uh comic con and i did like think of a little bit over 10 previews out of that or something like that somewhere in that yep. in that range nice. worked with mike thompson we have a oh uh we have a oh i actually don't know if i can tease that oh nuts well we have a cool um little uh preview that thompson and i worked on coming up tomorrow sorry thursday thursday and early in the morning, so you will see it on the site. And speaking of team news and features previews, I have a cool preview coming up next week, too. That nice. That I go off one. look forward to. With that, y'all are going to love of good it. shit coming up. Mm-hmm. IGN, just keep it locked to IGN.com for all your video game needs.
0: Sean has the honor of closing out Podcast Beyond OCD two hundred and Five. Read her, <laughs> <laughs> Two Hundred Two Thousand Five Hundred Sixty Five.
1: 2,565.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, Beyond. Beyond. Be Do you guys think that there isn't as is much idea saving in annual franchise series... Do you think there is much yep. idea saving? <laughs> he's talking about idea saving. In annual franchise series such on? as Call of Duty or Madden series, <laughs> do developers think of ideas but keep them for later installments in the franchise or to, to keep the series fresh? Or do they add all the new features right away? Thanks and beyond.
3: I honestly don't even know what he so, just that He's
0: asking if well. you're developing Madden. Do you okay. sit on ideas like, "Hey, we're going to put physics oh, in, and we'll, okay. we'll we'll put it in next year, this year"? Blah blah, 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 Okay. And the short answer, Sean, is yes, that happens all the time. Not so much because they're like, "Oh, this is a great idea," but we don't care about this year. It's more that like you you have nine months to turn these games, uh, especially Madden, Call of Duty, obviously broken up over different studios. They're on a different schedule, but Madden, you know, Tiburon is trying to do that all the time. I've talked to them about it, and yeah, they're very much you know that they're. They start planning the next game before the game they're working on is out. So there's ideas, obviously, they're coming up with there, or ideas that when they're in the middle of something like this is awesome, but we can't make this work this year. There's not enough time to turn it around. It's a great example of it. Actually, is the physics en- engine this year? You know, big big deals made about Madden uh, 13 having the Infinity Engine being able to re- read and react off of things. Uh, that had an extra month of development on it on NCAA, right? And that was pretty much why Madden had the Infinity Engine and NCAA didn't. They started working on it thinking it would actually be in next year's games, and it was one of those things they finished it to the point they were happy with and were able to implement it only in Madden because of that time they had.
1: It's also why it's not in the Wii U version because they they had a slightly smaller development cycle for that version. But yeah, I think um, I think I'm sure that happens. You know, I, oh, I'm, I, please go ahead. I was just gonna
3: say, uh, actually, I can speak to this. Mike Thompson wrote a really cool preview about how at Comic Con he talked to one of the Madden Wii U uh, either producer or developer, and was and his the the essence of his preview is that it's a miracle that game even exists because they had. A ridiculously short amount of time to go from conception to execution on Madden, the Wii U version. Uh, So you should check that out on IGN.com as well. Mm. Some interesting interesting quotes in there.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond. Episode 256, we are IGN's only PlayStation podcast. We're also the best. If <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to be part of the show, one. email us at beyond.IGN.com. Remember, it goes live every Tuesday on IGN.com and the iTunes and probably other podcast things that I don't care about. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> podcast Remember that IGN.com is what really keeps the lights on, pays the bills, gets the mics going. So Go there, read some articles, watch some videos, have a good time. Uh, you should follow IGN on Twitter, at IGN. You should follow us on twitter as well colin who isn't normally that gross is at no taxation
3: on the twitters uh ryan clements is Plum cider andrew goldfarb is garfep and i'm game over greggy you can also follow game over greggy and subscribe to him on youtube for oreo oration I the have... best oreo review show on the internet that's that uh, that is probably true as well but yeah a lot of youtube stuff for me over there it's a bunch of goony work ryan yes take me home We end every show with a song submitted by one of you, the community members of the Beyond Nation, uh, just like Al White did, friend of the show, uh, who I've been actually trying to figure out if this is the same Al White. I think it is. It's Al White who directed Spider-Man Eclipse. uh, If it's the same Al, then yes. I just had no idea that Al was a musician, if so.
0: And he also wrote in a really, Oh, here's my question for Podcast Beyond that has been asked 20 times. He did say it was his 20th email. And guess what? It was three fucking huge paragraphs that there was no way to boil down to talking points. So There you go. Go. Well, Keep his... making movies, not writing questions.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Al wrote. If you'll notice, he's, it's a very short email. Greg, can you see yeah, from here? Well, that's yeah. yeah. So, his song, his submission. song submission was great. And you know, send a, if you'd like to send in a song to be played at the end of the show, just send an MP3 to Beyond at IGN.com and uh, tell me why we should play it, and uh, preferably one of you or your group. I I will sometimes play if you have a friend who has a band, so that's fine too. But Al sent in a uh, a song, and let me just read this email. I uh, can't tell. T- can't tell you what it would mean to me if you would play this track and say hello to my wife, Fizzy. Fizzy is, by the way, if that's a real name, that's adorable. But I'm assuming it's your real name and Hi, Fizzy and, and Fizzy is the cutest name. I wrote this song for her when I asked her to marry me. We recently, we've recently had some tough times, and I know it would make her smile to hear you guys give a verbal hug by playing this on your show. My band's called Ghost Light. The track's called Six Years later. You can pick up our album Somersaults, on iTunes. Thanks, guys. Love you all beyond. And uh, a very special digital hug to Fizzy, who has just an adorable. Keep your digital name. hands where I can see. <laughs> so Does this mean if we listen to this, or is he asking all of us to marry him right now? Uh, I don't think that's how it works. Okay. But, yeah, really song with, I'm asking you to marry me. If you this song, you're marrying me.
0: Binding legal contract you can't
3: get out of So, anyway, I'll thank you very much. Uh, this is Ghostlight playing six years later in tribute to Fizzy. Beyond. Beyond. Beyond!
0: Nope. 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 Not going to play a song at all because it crashes the computer. Every freaking time I try to add it to the podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed the crackling—this podcast is cursed. Podcast Beyond, episode 256. Horribly, horribly cursed. Beyond.